What's up, everybody? This is Freddie Aguilar here, a.k.a. Freddie Inferno, back at you with another episode of a pod. This one right here has been a project of mine that I've worked on over this past month. I try to put out podcasts about once a week. This one's taking me a little bit longer, but I've done a lot of research for it. I have a lot of topics for it, and it's something that I cannot wait to talk about right now. So without further ado, this is my intro right here for my podcast called Travis Scott, Why the Hype? So now I'll start where I believe I have the most knowledge on is with Travis Scott's shoes. So his first pair of shoes releasing way back in 2017 now. His first pair of shoes were the white on white Air Force Ones released in December of 2017. And when these shoes first came out for about the first year or so until April of 2019. So almost a year and a half there. The shoes sat around about $600 on the resale market. Now, at this point in time, Astral had dropped the summer before his first Astral concert and the Astral tour started. And so he was out touring most of 2018, the end of 2018, going to 2019. And I believe this is where really everything took off for Travis Scott and his brand for the most part. With the tour combined with the shoes, the shoes as of April 2019 and on, they hit about $800. They dropped a little bit. Um, over the coming months, and then now they sit well above a thousand dollars on the resale market. And for an Air Force One to sit above a thousand dollars, granted the shoe was a collab. The shoe also came out over two years ago now, almost three years. So the shoe is more rare now. You find less and less dead stock pairs, which are pairs that have never been worn or never been used before. So now you just sit here and wonder, why Travis Scott? Why is he the one that everyone turns to for the hype when he drops clothes, when he drops shoes, when he drops a song, whether it be a collab or whether it be a single? Everyone seems to stop and look at what he's doing. So why? Is it Kylie Jenner? Is it Stormy Webster, his daughter that he shares with Kylie Jenner? Or is it purely just Travis Scott making a name for himself, being the biggest name in music right now? So where does he go from here? What does Travis Scott do now? He's clearly still very hyped up. Just last week, he dropped the Travis Scott 270 Reacts, the Cactus Trails. And those shoes were retailed about 170 and sitting on the resale market right now around 600 650 A week after they dropped, they're already almost, what, four times the price of what they were when they came out. So what justifies this? Why all the hype? Why does everyone love Travis Scott? And if you don't love Travis Scott, why do you hate him? Either you love him or you hate him. And I'm going to try and do a deep dive right now and figure out why exactly everyone wants a pair of his shoes. Everyone wants to wear his clothing. Everyone wants to be, look, and feel like Travis Scott. So now starting with these shoes, I've already gone over that first pair of shoes that he dropped, the Air Force One white on white now sits over a thousand dollars he's dropped 10 pairs of shoes since 2017 so roughly it's about three pairs of shoes a year we're in 2020 right now he's dropped one pair so nine over the past three or two years i would say he only dropped the one in 2017 2018 he released the travis scott four the blue one the oiler colorway he has multiple unreleased colorways including the purple and the olive colorway of the four which are friends and family only shoes also in 2018, he released the 
Actually, it was just that one Travis Scott 4 they released. Also, the re-release of the Nike Air Force 1 sale colorway. A little kind of an off-white colorway of the Air Force 1. That one also dropped that year. And then moving to 2019, he dropped the Travis Scott High in May. He shock-dropped the Travis Scott Low 1s later that summer. They've not released yet. Again, they were only a shock-drop release. And after that, he released in... In the fall and winter moving forward, the Travis Scott 6, the Olive 6, and also the Nike Air Force 1, of course. Another Air Force 1, the Cactus Jack 1s, which I call the Patchwork Air Force 1s. A lot of patchy stuff on it, different badges, different tags, different materials all over the shoe. And then moving into 2020, he has also released the Nike SB Dunk Travis Scott's, the bandanas. And then now... Just recently, last week, he released the Travis Scott 270s. So looking at it, we can maybe expect another shoe this year. But just moving forward, it's just every single one of these shoes outside of the shoe that released last year, the the Jordan 32s, the Travis Scott's, they're more of a basketball like performance shoe. Outside of those, every single shoe sits around close to $1,000. Outside of a few pairs, the Patchwork Air Force One sit around 530, 550 in my size. The Travis got sixes, which I own, sit around 630. And then the low ones are around 795 right now. So there's a couple that are below a thousand, but a few pairs of these shoes from him. The Air Force Ones, the high top ones, the Nike Dunks. And pretty soon I think the Jordan Fours will also creep up into that thousand dollar range here pretty soon. They're at 850 right now. So a lot of these shoes are getting close to being four digits in terms of dollar amount. And it's kind of crazy that people are willing to pay that much money for these shoes. I mean, it's already been a heated topic of his and something that's been up for debate for a while. It's like everyone knows that resellers just go and try and buy up as many pairs of these as they can. And Travis Scott has been adamant saying that he wants to get the his shoes into the hands of his fans. But as a fan, it's just still so hard to get these shoes. I've hit twice on drops on the Travis Scott high ones and on the Travis Scott sixes. I sold the ones the time I need some money. And I've I've held on to the sixes since October of last year. So I've had them for about about 10 months now, I'll say. Uh, something like that. Six months, seven months. Somewhere around that time, I've, I've had these Travis Scott sixes. And they've been one of my favorite shoes. They're durable. They look good. They stand out. And it's just like, even if I sold the shoe now, I could still probably make $500 off of it, even though I've worn it a handful of times. So why? That's what I want to know. Why is it that you can sell these shoes for so much money and make so much money off of them and still just people will buy them? So next thing that I'll look at Regardless of these prices of the shoes, it's got to be other things also draw into it. Maybe it's his ties to Kylie Jenner. Does her fan base also cross over to into the Travis world? Do people like Travis Scott because he's had a prior relationship with Kylie Jenner? Do people like Travis Scott because of his collabs? Do people like him just because everyone else likes him? They want to be caught up in the hype and just make money off of it. Of course, that's a big thing. Everyone loves to make more money. People will enter drawings and enter raffles to ch- just to try and get a pair to resell. And since Astro Road dropped in 2018 during the summer, 
I feel like his music is very much up for debate, of course. A lot of people don't like it, but there's a lot of people that love it. All of his ragers, which is what his fan base is kind of kind of is called. Like he makes people rage, but in a good way. People like to express themselves, like to feel like they're a part of the music, and they're a part of the fan base. And even at at both of his Astroworld uh, festivals, I've attended both. You see people wearing all of his shoes, regardless of how dirty you know they're they're going to get. It's like it's like I'm at a Travis Scott concert. I want to enjoy. I want to show how big of a fan I am. So let me just wear my shoes that I want to wear. And people just look at them like, man, like that's a thousand dollars on his feet. Say, like, well, they're his shoes, so he can do what he wants with his shoes. And I, I just feel like there's so much hype to him because his music is is very fast. There's tempo to it, but he can also slow it down. He has the ability to just pull together different aspects in in his music and to make it transition from one song to the next so smoothly. And it all just capitalized and came together on Astroworld. And since then, I feel like he's been on a rocket that has not slowed down, has not stopped, regardless of if he's putting out music, if he's dropping music videos, if he's forming a group, Jack Boys, for example, or if he's dropping more, just more shoes. It's like the, the, the trend keeps moving. It keeps going. And it transcends even just the, the, the rap atmosphere that you think that he would dominate because of his name right now. He's been involved in things such as Fortnite. He had his own event on there. He dropped a song on Fortnite. He dropped a snippet. This the song dropped later that week. He has songs with people of different culture. He has a song with Rosalia, which is doing pretty good. He has a new uh, collab album coming with Kid Cudi. He has Jack Boys and his own stuff as well. So now, where is he going next? All right, so now looking at his music. He released Astroworld in 2018, and it was my favorite album of that year. And it's still the album that I played the most. I have the CD on in my car all the time. It's always playing. It's It's got so many go-to songs for me right now. I know other people have different music, have their music taste. People like new music. Once something new comes out, they'll listen to it a week or two, and they'll go with it from there. And then they'll just keep kind of reshuffling their, their music and keep changing it up and listening to new stuff. Me personally, I've been hooked on Travis Scott's Astro World album since it came out, and I still listen to it to this day almost every single day. So now going from there, he also released in not in 2018, but in 2019 when he dropped the Travis Scott Sixes, he released the song Highest in the Room, which if you are on Twitter, which most people are, if you anytime you ever saw a Travis Scott tweet, the the first comments on it underneath it was release H I T R, which stands for highest in the room. Everyone wanted to hear that song finally. He played it at a show once, and since then, everyone's just always like, release highest in the room, release highest in the room, release highest in the room. And finally, in 2019, he released highest in the room, and he released it alongside of his Travis Scott Sixes, the Olive Sixes, and it instantly became a, a staple on my playlist. It's not a very long song. It's not a, a song that's very lyrical. But he's just saying that he's the highest in the room. And I think it's just it just parallels him and his rise in the music game, his rise in the rap game. He knows he's the hottest thing out. He knows it's it's it'll be hard for anyone else to reach him, to touch him and to become like him the way that he is almost a pop star 
in the rap game. He transcends the rap game, essentially. And with Highest in the Room, I feel like he cemented himself with that label. It's like, I'm the highest out here. I'm the one that's on top. Somebody come reach me, but I doubt you will. That's how I interpret it, though. Other people might see it different way. Other people might see it as just a song like Highest in the Room. I see it as a drug relate as a drug kind of parallel there. I mean, everyone can see it their own different ways. Is how I see it. He knows he's the highest in the room. He knows he's the highest in the rap game. Of course, there's other people up there. Trav- uh, besides Travis Scott, J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake. You know, guys have their own fan bases. Guys are there's other there's other stars that have transcended the rap game and that are on, on top of rap. Future, Young Thug, you know, guys that have their own name, have their own labels, can do their own thing, and they have a dedicated fan base. The thing is, is that Travis Scott's fan base just elevates him even more. His fan base transcends the rap game. He has the hype beast. He has the sneaker culture. He has the sneaker heads. He has the Kardashian fan base. He has the Jenner fan base. He's a pupil of Kanye West. He's collabed with Drake before. He's a collab with Jordan, collab with Nike. Travis Scott is just everywhere. His 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 fingerprints and his handprint is on everything, almost in the hype beast kind of scene. And whether that was by accident or something that he planned for, we might never know. But we do know this, that every time he drops something, people are going to listen to it. Like the Scots, when he dropped the Scots song earlier this year, Everyone else hopped back on Fortnite. They started playing again, even if it was, it was for only that weekend. When he dropped TKN earlier this month or in May with Rosalia, it was a number one song, I believe, for a little bit. Like anytime that he drops something that he's on, it's going to pop. People want to listen to it. People want to hear Travis Scott. People want to be enveloped by his culture, by the hype and the rage that he brings to it. He's not afraid to, to collab. So now that I'm finishing this podcast and like looking back at it, looking back at everything I talked about, I believe that it's a combination of everything that I've already spoken about and a couple more things. Um, he's just he has all the hype, he has all the rage about him. He has the Kardashian family line on his side as well. He has the sneaker collab. He has the music that you just. Whether you listen to it or not on a regular basis, when it comes on, everyone knows it. And it's just something that that you know, like when it's on, people want to listen to it or people want to dance to it. People want to go to a club and hear that kind of music on. And maybe it's just the perfect storm. Like he just had the perfect time to come up and to really blow up with social media and everything too now. And like video games becoming bigger now. It's just he he capitalized on all of his like opportunities and not necessarily cashed in, but he just had that, that luck of stroke that, that lucky stroke and just was able to, to have everything meshed together at the same point and was able to capitalize on that and use it to, to, to his advantage. And now every time that he tweets something or every time that he says something, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, I don't know if he's on Facebook or not, but or he drops a song like everyone just goes to it. There's no like hesitation. I know I'm one of those that go straight to it. I don't know. There's a lot of other people that I know that just go straight to it and they listen to it and they'll add it to their playlist instantly. In conclusion, 
Travis Scott, I feel like the hype is warranted. I feel like he's earned the hype that he has around him. And I feel like he'll have it up for a, a good while, too. Now it's just whether he can stay. Now it's whether his next album can top Astroworld or even get to its level. And then again, people don't even see Astroworld as his best album. People see like uh, um, Rodeo as his best album. And Astroworld is a sequel to that one. So now we wait for the, the, the trilogy part to the Rodeo Astroworld kind of like set there. Birds in the Tribe is in the middle of that, but I mean, I feel like that's his, it, its own thing. He's already said that's his own thing. It doesn't correlate to Rodeo or to Astro World. But yeah, I mean, it's like, where does he go from here? He already has the hype, and I think he'll always have the hype around it. But um, now it's just, how do you, how do you keep it? How do you grow upon it? And I think he's already planned all that out. He's working on probably a new album that will probably drop soon. Maybe this year, maybe next year. But um, I think it's coming soon. And that is Travis Scott, Why the Hype.